0: I believe. Amen. I uh, appreciate you, God. My, my name well. Uh, good. I want to uh, thank God for the opportunity to be here. Um, always a joy to fellowship. Uh, to, take and, um, to share what's see you. And to share what's I would quickly is to say that that uh, I uh, to appreciate my colleague who is here uh, I hope that uh, she can stand up with That's my very wonderful colleague And we thank her thanks for granting uh, our fellowship here And also uh, granting the opportunity to serve a money Amen It's always a joy to, to do that And we really, be really, really um, um I don't know whether there are any coming statements who are seated here Or they already come there They already are there now, 28th of December, where will you be? So ask your neighbor where he or she will be on the 28th of December. So, come, on come, be able will be a Alright? Now, let me give you a very short story, because I know I am quite pressed in terms of time. Be able to share both that in a few minutes. And Winnie has been my good friend. By the way, all of you, please appreciate this. We are called Winnie. Yeah. Wow. Winnie some, some of us who are uh, in the program, Winnie has kept us on toes, you know, even kept us, you know, <laughs> You need to know how she keeps people on troughs. I was talking to J.R. Reese, my friend, who was teaching me last Sunday. Dr. Pryor, and he told me please pass my greetings, but pass greetings to me, who has kept me on towards and until he came to share work. So thanks, you're very wonderful secretary. Now, I was a first year, and I attended Israel conference, which was held at Egypt University. I was the first year, confused as I was, dressed as a rainbow, you know what I mean, red, blue, I am your blue Shoes, you know, you know this. This, this on a man is what one of is standard people wear nowadays. They are fashion. how they? call cool? it they Crocs. So I had yellow Crocs, and then my best uniform, and then I had blue trousers, and then I red shirts. That's the first year that I was in class. And one time, one Sunday, I had about this. Account. What is this? And therefore, I encouraged myself as the mobilization went on and I registered. My life was transformed at Tony University. The expositor was Reverend Colonel Rosemary Ball of the Anglican Church. And we did the book of Revelation. I prayed. It was wonderful. So, don't do me a favor, but please, I want to request you, beseech you, ask you. Implore you to attend this conference, and you you see me at the conference and you feel your money is wasted. I will fund you. Take my words and tell me, Jaffe, you cheated us. (laughs) So I want to invite you to come to this conference. This conference is happening. I can tell you 3950. You will eat. And we are working very hard. With your free one book, very hard. And then you will sleep well. And you will eat well. A bottle you will be ministered to. I can tell you, we are fundraising for you. The extra money, about 3950. The conference will cost you. We're coming CMF, William is in charge of fundraising and we are working hard to get money. So please look for three. If you started paying 50 today, by September, the combination back. So I want to ask you We'll be doing the exposition to the book of March, chapter 5, 6 and 7. What is that? The sermon? The speaker is preparing, the expositor. We will have four plenaries. Let me hit you one plenary. It's called the challenge of falsehood. You know, people are going into big meetings to receive the anointing. We want to tell you what that anointing is about. We want to tell you that people, the other day, people are told to wave their phones. And on Thursday, they receive three hundred That is less. That is that is nothing but a butch crowds. Is that true, Gospel? No. I had a preacher telling people if you don't speak in tongues, you're not born again. Wow. Interesting. I had a preacher telling people now to give you something all around about anointing. If you pay that thousand, you will receive anointing uh, in terms of gold. And then you're giving me silver anointing, gold anointing. Wow. That's <laughs> not I had a gift in one of the CUs. Not long ago, in 2016 and 17, as a forecaster, I found a new gift, the gift is called Holy Ghost Disciple Chase. What do you want? Do وا- you want to understand? Ro- <Perfect vibratingokay> Nowadays, there's, there's apostles all over, including students in the gate, here, I call the apostles now. Wow, wonderful, wonderful. Right, apostol, food is on the rice. is on the rice. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you will attend this conference. Today we are talking about back to the basics. And I was saying I an mean, morning in the past service that you guys, you stole our theme. The theme for Ezra 2023. 20 and you can say with me, one, two, three, back to the basics. That's the theme for Ezra 2023. So I will say, is it that 2023? And then you will say, back? Yes. I have, is it a 2023? Yes. We will, the clip will be coming soon to bring on some you don't know this thing. It's only that in the one year, right? So thank you so much. And so I really want to see. I'm not asking you to come because I'm directing this CEO's conference. No. I'm asking you to come because I know what you get. Amen? I have a friend who visited, and when I told her, I'm here, she came. I wanted to ask just one second to say hi. Yeah. So, my friend is yeah, here please come, and then I'll see you. I have a friend who is my very good friend. Um, you know, I have four friends, you don't know, two, but I have friends, right? Yeah, I have friends. So, please come for one. She's single, but. Please, uh... God. My name is Luke Yamigero. I'm a sister to Esther Yamigero, whose relationship is here. I met Jasmine in Nyeri, I was a step staff, staff in Nyeri, Christian Union, and I'm just happy to join in as he shares the gospel. Ezra, please don't miss Ezra, what he said is true. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, back to the basics. Thanks a for coming. We really appreciate your time. My dear, who is a student here? Birds. you know people, you know, pray, you know, you know. And, uh, but when they, you the know them, right? The kilometer prayers, people walk, while praying, and they have closed their eyes. But they, now they you know, age of them, don't to do the You know, it was up to then times. And then, then you know, the, and desire a brother in campus called Obaya. used to pray at one end of the morning. One hour, the brother of the is out. was like this. At That's when you need. That's a true woman. So this is a prayer. So the question I always ask myself the prayers we do are they assured or really? from the house. Because when we talk about spiritual disciplines, back to the basics of prayer, the basics of God's words, the basics of reflections, the basics of, of, of meditation of God's words. Most of us in our generation, we are doing spiritual disciplines as a show. Drama. You find my brother praying so loudly, and I have no problem praying. Well, because I pray loudly too. You can hear even I'm speaking loudly, right? So I pray loudly. But the question is, how is my personal prayer life? Before the school calls for Monday prayers or Tuesday or Wednesday, and I appear there. Like, Did I pray personally in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening? That is the question we ask ourselves. But the basics of prayer. People are studying God's words. Funny. You know, they close their eyes in the morning as they wake up. And they say, God, speak to your servant now. And they open like that and you find and the Judas have it himself. And you say, God, please speak to your servant one more time. And then you close your Bible, and then you tell God, that Hegekosu, and some of us who are from Pentecostal churches, you say, Shalama Mama. And you know you open it. And you say, and they left all behind And then you close the Bible, and then you open again, and you find God bless you, Amen. <laughs> God keep you, Amen. God shine His face upon you open my friends. That is not the study of God's words. Basics of study of God's word is far much different from that exact thing that I've demonstrated here. How is your private time of prayer? How is your private life of study of God for God? How is your meditation of of life? How is your secrecy? How is your accountability as a basic discipline of Christianity? Spiritual discipline is something you do, not something you are. And therefore salvation is by faith and grace alone. But the truth is discipline is not making a believer. But these disciplines help me to become more and more like him who has called me to Himself. That is the springs of Christians. So don't think that when you read the Bible, no, This is the third round, maybe third round, so you. This morning, as I was studying God's word, God reminded me, okay, very good. So is it happening? Is it in your heart or is it a show? You simply telling us to fear you, right? that will make you a good But the question is, is that deepness within or without? The spiritual disciplines are right doing that needs. To right being, if my motive of study of God's word as a basic discipline is for a show, then it is will not result to any of being Christ like. It will simply be a show and drama, and as it were. There were people who did the spiritual disciplines, and they did it very well. And Jesus talks about them in Matthew. Chapter number six, verse one to five, and of course chapter one to six and, the, and sixteen to eighteen. Now we got with you. Beware of practicing your righteousness, Matthew six, verse one, before other people in order to be seen. <laughs> Look at that. This is a young, It's not a long time ago. Long time. Ago. Beware of practicing your righteousness. People are fasting and, and you you, feel, you find a
1: brother who has been
0: fasting for a few days. No, no, not on no. the God. So Iman. Okay. So My, I'm not saying you don't say it. But the motive of saying it. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father, who is in heaven. That's when you give to the needy, sound no happening before you. Giving is a spiritual discipline. You cannot say now, it's a spiritual discipline. Giving is not taking you to. Sound Some, no trumpet, and others, we sound the trumpet, you give up, another shot, and then, we're going to, you're going to say, and then, and Jesus is Lord. So, what is happening? You're going to your but, three. but, when you give to the needy, you know, it's from left hand, even alone people, left hand, two hands, left and right, they should not know, the right should not know, what the right to the, the left has given. So that your are giving may be in secret. Secrecy is a spiritual gift. Secrecy. We have talked about it in this book. Secrecy is a spiritual gift. So that your are giving may be secret. And your father who sees it in secret will reward you. And then when you pray, listen, verse 5, you must not be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and they pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, and that they may be, that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have already seen their words. But when you pray, go into your room. That does not indicate the fact that we need public prayers. We need corporate prayers. That, I definitely needs need to be in context when you're speaking from that scripture. Go, shut the door, praying to your father, who is in secrets, and your father in seed. Let's go to verse 16. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. For they of they their faces that they, that they are fasting may be seen by others. Again, that one, there's a lot of repetition about being seen, being seen, being seen. Spiritual gifts, if they have not changed you as a person, then they are simply dead works. Spiritual gifts, please, if they have not resulted to a transformation, then they are simply dead works. And then you've to watch a It is not changing it in prayer is not changing you because as his plough in his book of prayer, he says, Prayer must first change you. Prayer does not change the heart of God. God is supreme, simple. And therefore, as you pray, you don't think now you're changing God. I command you who? You command who? To do what? Now, God, I ask you to bring that God now. and I did know. It is God's. And therefore, we don't command God in our prayers. We sit as we talk of God in prayer. God changes us. Prayer changes you to be like Him. Not changing God. And there is a spiritual discipline that we must cultivate. And therefore, that does not mean now. If I don't change my mind, my brother don't change God. Then should I pray? Yes, pray. Because the spiritual discipline that is God has available to us so that as we pray, our hearts. Closer and closer to the window. Just like some of us who are dating here. As you talk to your boyfriend, Romania, Sweet, I love you. You know the sweet things? You know, we have a, place, a baby. you know, see baby. You you call these words you tell him, and um, many good things, some of them maybe you even lie. You know, as you say all of these good things are good. Can you imagine if you stop saying that? My friend, if you're here and you're dating. Sister, you're not in one. You're, you're simply in a walk. People who love each other talk, communicate, commune. Do you love Jesus? How do you talk to him? He's spiritual. spiritualist. Last year, January <laughs> 17th. It's done. John 15, verse 1 to 11. Is, I want to read many scriptures, and I see the time in York, and the air. John 15, verse 1. I wish it was here. We'd like to start reading together. Yes, it's said. I am the true one, and my Father is the right person. Come to me along the way first. Every branch, and it was very earlier by the prison worship team, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Listen, pruning is to bear more fruit. Good. Mm -hmm. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me. And I want you to see the number of times the word abide will be repeated. And for students of hermeneutics and, uh, and IBS, you know repetition means something very important for you. And therefore, right. it says, Abide in me and I in you as the branch can bear my. Ask, again, as means a symbolism. It's a symbolism. It it is, it's, symbol. it's comparing two different things, symbolism, okay, in, in, in hermeneutics. Ask. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, right? Unless you abide in me, branch, vine, you in me. Now, are you getting that? Good. Let's continue. And the right, vine, you are the branches. Now confirms what he has been saying. Whoever abides in me is abides again. Is being spoken here, and the eye in him he is that bear he it is that bears much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing if anyone does not abide in me he is is thrown away like a branch and with us and the branches are gathered thrown into the fire and burned if you abide in me and my words abide in you ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. And lastly, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. Three things from that text. Three, just three. One, the fruit bearing of a healthy disciple springs from abiding or living in union with Jesus through loving obedience. Let me repeat The fruit-bearing of a healthy disciple springs from abiding or living in union with Jesus through loving obedience. Number two. The branch that does not bear fruit is cut off. It withers, it dries up because it has nothing. It's nothing that is from that fruit. And therefore, the fruit, or I mean the branch, sorry, that bears no fruit, it withers, is cut off, is burned. Every branch that bears fruit does what, is It's pruned to produce more fruit. That's what we're about. Then he we asks how then? Can I, Japheth, abide in Christ so that I can bear more fruit? The question is, how then can I, as an individual, bear, abide in Christ so as to bring more fruit as a branch? Listen, a tree or a vine has a branch. If the branch is not attached, it dries So the question is, how then can you and I abide in Christ so that we bear more fruits? They say it's through daily practice of spiritual disciplines. It's through daily practice of spiritual disciplines or habits such as prayer, study of God's word, reflection, meditation, and the He's not. How can I bear much How can I know that I'm still attached to the Bible? He's talking to Him. How do I talk to Him? Prayer. Just he's to study His word. Why? Because that is where His commandments are that you have loved me and therefore you love my commandments. So the question that we ask ourselves this morning, afternoon, how is your how is your scripture as a discipline back to the basics. My friend, it's not about a big meeting where I will bring my handkerchief this way, my friend. It's not about that. You know, and say, you guys are not, you're mostly <laughs> and look about. You know, <laughs> that is not the basic. The
1: basic is
0: that of oh God's so word. Prayer is not about And I have no problem with falling. And the question is, am I studying God's words? Am I in communion with the Father in the basics of Scripture? The reality, friends, of this thing, the reality behind this symbolism of the vine and the branches in John 15 is that intimate friendship shaped by daily Regular spiritual disciplines.
1: Are you having regular doses of
0: God's word? A discipline is not a discipline, in it's that once a year. That's not a discipline. Regular and daily. Lawrence, who wrote a book called The Practice of the Presence of God, writes and says this, and I thought, my words. The most holy practice the nearest to daily life and the most essential for the spiritual life is the practice of the presence of God. That is to find joy in his divine company. What a joy. To spend time with the Lord of Lords. Lord has continued to say that speaking humbly Lovingly with him at all times, every moment without rule or restriction, above all, at all times, in temptation, in distress, in dryness, in revolution, in even in faithlessness. Even when I feel like my heart. one every new one says these words I know that I am practicing the presence of God where I know that I have to move from speaking about Jesus I move from speaking From thinking about Jesus to letting Him think with me. From acting for and with Jesus to letting Him act through me. I know the only way for me to see the world as He sees it is through His eyes. And how do I do that? It's by daily communing with Him through the best of Christianity. Friends, It's not him. Practicing the presence of God is living as close as the Lord. As close as the branches close to the vine. Practicing his presence is simply living closer to him. Living closer to him does not mean you travel where he is in heaven. He is here with us. Even he is with you in the morning. Two authors that I referred to in my preparation is one is a book that all focused have read, is called Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster. And the other book I referred to on Spirit of Discipline is Dallas, whether it's a book Spirit or Spirit of the Disciplines, Understanding How God Changes Lives. And these two authors bring about different districts. Richard Foster, in his writing, he, he defines he categorizes spiritual discipline into three categories. Category number one is inward disciplines. These are most often practiced on our own. And for me, I want to suggest this is where you start from. But Richard Poster again says they are outward disciplines. And thirdly, corporate disciplines. So what are the inward disciplines? Inward disciplines are often practiced by individuals. They include in meditation. How do you meditate? You can't meditate on nothing. You meditate on God's words. In his work, what is doing is salvation? He found us while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. Meditation. Have you ever found that John can and look at him and say, Hell Martin? You have to meditate and think, wow, it's by grace I am saved. This guy also, the grace is Inward disciplines. Meditation, prayer, fasting, and study. These are the very key disciplines of a Christian. They are inward. That's why we can covetly fast, but do you have a daily fast, or are you are waiting for the CEQA announce. Waiting for the CEQA announcement for fasting. Wow. Then you're not practicing what you call this wonderful discipline that God has made to us. Meditation, prayer, study, fasting. Number two is outward disciplines. This influencing and shaping our outward lifestyle. They include simplicity, solitude, submission, and sadness. I was preaching in our church long ago on solitude. And a question of there's a noise around us. A lot noise. Our phone is making noise. Your boyfriend is calling. When oh, you want to just listen, wait, and talk to God in solitude. One of the greatest history that is not practiced by Africans more is so quietness. Listen to God. That does not mean there is no noise around you, but just lock yourself with the Lord and thinking about it. God's outward history. They, they, you know, they show, they, they help us, they influence and shape our outward lifestyle. Apparently, is corporate history. Very good ones. They include these are happy we engage with other people. Confession. You're struggling with salvation. Talk to someone. You're a Christian. Talk to someone. Confession. It's an outward. It's a corporate discipline. Worship. Corporate worship. We come here. We lift our hands to the Lord. Corporate worship. Corporate, that's what called corporate worship. Guidance and celebration. They are part and parcel of outward display. Does with that also categorizes spiritual discipline into two categories. One, disciplines of abstinence. From that one, you know, you know, the abstain from sexuality, right? So, abstinence. These are the designed to help us to remove destructive and unhelpful things from our lives through acts such as force us to stop, wait, remove, and eliminate. They include, again, Dallas defines, he says, disciplines of sinners include solitude, silence, fasting, secrecy, and sacrifice. But Willard also says, in his book, disciplines, category number two, is disciplines of engagement. Engage- the engagement includes study of God's word. For Richard Foster, study is what? In what? This thing. For For, for, for Willard, this uh, study is an engagement. discipline. Worship. Engage in corporate worship. And include worship in your own prior time. That's why you hear people who have not understood the, the discipline of worship. They say, I worship on Sunday. My friend, you worship on Sunday. No. Worship is a lifestyle. Every day, it's a like worship. So, so that I don't say many things about history, allow so me just to try and tie this up. Um, and, and want to jump many other things there to say. And just talk about what is the importance of practicing spiritual history. The importance of practicing spiritual history. And then I'll say one more thing and then I'll be done. Number one, spiritual history is professionals for God's transformation. Spiritual disciplines position us for God's transformation. God uses the discipline that He has available to us to help our hearts to be with Him through the study of God's Word. We see the heart of God. Can you imagine? You see the heart of God, and therefore, spiritual disciplines position us for God. When you study God's words, you hit a scripture and says, Set before man the That hits you so hard. You start getting transformation. You remember how you looked at your hand yesterday? Until you, you almost were hit by a water. You use God. You start transformation. Spiritual peace is, is, is at the place of spirit. Or practicing spiritual history that god speaks to us and transforms us as you pray through prayer god leaves our hearts with his we begin not only to understand god what god wants but we only know what he hates in spiritual history of study we become more and more like our we, when, when we pause to spend time with our Father, He uses that time to mold and shape us. Our hearts are more softened, and we begin to see ourselves in the middle of God's Word as we pray. God not saying, pointing saying, "This one I don't want. This one I don't want. This one I don't want." Is where at the place of study. Transformation happens at the place of spiritual discipline. So many people will think they need lay more habits. to transformation, no. it's got a place of spiritual discipline. Number two, spiritual discipline. This means help us to consider carefully the mission of God. It's not to call mission. The more you spend time with the Lord, the more you know his heart about the lost. The more you spend time with the Lord is when you realize actually you were dead in sin. You are dead. You are dead, man, as you study God's word. And therefore you become more passionate of reaching out. Spiritually help us to consider carefully the mission of God. The more you spend time with the more you know his heartbeat for the lost. But the more so you spend time with the Lord in solitude, in prayer, in worship, the more, and in scripture, the more you know scripture, the more you know him, the more you know what to say. You share with boldness what he has already done in your heart. A deepened, someone say, a deepened and a stretched faith. leave in sharing the message and the gospel. Let me read it. A deepened and a stretched faith leads to boldness in sharing the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. How, well, how will it be deepened and stretched? Is at the place of basics of oh, this things? As you spend time, you spend time in studying God's words, you go out there and tell people God loves you because you know what that means. You go out there and tell people that Jesus it is not your money that will save you. It is not the food you are going to give that will save you. It is His grace, and all. it is His crucifixion and death at that very cost. Why? How do you know that? Not what you had. Not the sermon you listen on. Is that you took your time, studied? Not what you had. You don't tell people now. I had a uh, so and so say. No, tell us. What scriptures say at the base of spiritual disciplines? Just say, I call them few pointers to becoming disciplines in your spiritual um, disciplines. And I say in the first service, these are not uh, the, the things that we hear times where someone tells you, seven things under the eighth will be shopping this service, this is the professor. Number one, start simple. Simply, just start simple. If you are in this service today, and you've been hearing brothers talk about how they achieved the Bible cover to cover seven times, don't worry. Start simple. Two scriptures a day. My sister, you will see the transformation of God. And I became the CEO, a Bible manager, a coordination I the master. I wondered, what am I going to go in? my friends, the book of God that I was going to do what he said. See you later. I'm telling you the truth. I remember, focused the start. And that's what I'm actually saying. Start, singing. Don't start with meditation or with the simplicity. Don't start with this big, big difference. I can't propose to you just to pray and study God's word. Tomorrow morning, we wake up. Switch your phone off your phone. Spend three minutes of prayer. When I was a first year, there was a brother. His name was Wanda. Wanda used to pray, and I wondered what, whether he's a student, or a bishop, or an archbishop, ak- or an apostle. Ak- <laughs> because <laughs> the brother was a Of course, I'm not saying that's true. And even the brother was praying. You know, the, the new ones, we have the, the, the prayer warriors. There are no prayer warriors. All of us must be praying. So this brother and I were walking. And then was walking in Look, you could to me. You to You can to the forest. could have to <laughs> 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 there, I'm I'm so I wonder, what is the secret here? And, and that will lead me to point number two. Find accountability. Accountability in the spirit of this place. I want to be because I could hear you say and father this morning you reminded us in the book of Galatians chapter 15 fathers you speak in your word in Genesis chapter I'm like what is that start simple wake up in the morning in you need don't worry about the Omenios who can pray for two hours worry about you two minutes and they believe is saying, God, I thank you for today. And open a scripture in Matthew chapter 1 and they study the, chron- the, the chronology of, the, of Jesus. Read it. And the so-and-so be gone. and so and so be God. Thank you for these names. That the <laughs> and go to class. Start. Yes, Don't wait to start this. Day that we're planet, 10 chapters a day. Those who are doing 10 chapters a day starting with simple scriptures. Start simple. Those who, who you think they are too deep in prayer, they started by making uh, evening prayers. Start with just one or two disciplines. I recommend, starting with reading the Bible and praying. Once you have developed this into a habit, you can increase your frequency and begin to practice other disciplines. But number two, find a community. Having someone who can help you keep on track, I encourage you, push you towards your goal, and be immensely helpful. Find a brother, Mussolini, Wake up in the morning, and there. will be a chapter 3, Niko chapter 6, Niko chapter 5. This journey wasn't meant to be individualistic, where people say, I am born again and Jesus is my personal Savior. It's the Savior of the world. It's your personal Savior, but this was all the Savior. for something alone is extremely difficult. Building strong spiritual living in your life will be much easier to accomplish with someone joining you in that journey. And I want to encourage you. Find someone. It does don't, just find someone. Let go of some things in your life. People say, I am so busy. I have no time to do things, things people are talking about. This is just an excuse. So you want to tell me that today or yesterday morning you did find ten minutes to read God's word and pray and meditate. Do you want to say that even fasting breakfast alone is very hard and wait for lunch? Stand there. simple. But then the question is, let go of some things. Let go of some things. Okay, you missed ten minutes yesterday. Uh, can I remind you? Remember, from nine p.m. yesterday, uh, Jan nine. pm you remember? Just follow with me. Nine p.m. yesterday, you were on your phone, Twitter. It was nine p.m. Kinda Twitter, Facebook, kinda It was reels. You can are here. Don't call this a young and Zoom, then you call us a was can on a dance, kind of you can send a Shatania Shibu, then you can give a crown, kind of TikTok, you can enter your different TikTokers, then you can see your alarm on the panel, kind of Twitter, then Facebook, then you take a of yourself, a similar pay world status, now sleeping. What time was it? Because if not past midnight, and then you say you are busy, you can't be connected to the vine as a branch, you will wither, you will dry up, you will dry up. Because a branch that is not connected will soon wither and die, so that I call again to come and preach in the end. While practicing the biblical disciplines, know that these are not what will save Salvation is by grace alone, in Christ Jesus alone, who died on the cross. I needed to remind you that. In conclusion, too, a person is not automatically godly just because he or she is practicing spiritual history. That's a fallacy. That is what Pharisees did. They were fasting and praying, but that Jesus, wasn't what's was supposed to save us. Godness is the result of God's Spirit changing us into Christ-likeness through the means that Jesus has provided, the means of spiritual disciplines. The purpose of practicing spiritual disciplines is not to see how many chapters you will define in a day, or you will eat in a day, you will finish in a day. The purpose is not the long prayers you will make so that then now I'm practicing spiritual discipline because I pray for two hours. That is not the purpose. The purpose is to commune with the Lord. To commune with Him who loves you and whom you love. We are not necessarily more godly because we engage in this disciplines. Instead, this biblical, these biblical disciplines and practices should be the means or that result to true godliness. If we are not necessarily more godly because we practice biblical practices. Instead, these biblical practices or disciplines should be the means that result in true Godliness. True godness, that is intimacy with God and the conformity to his will. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, we pray. thank you. We praise you for all your goodness. Thank you for speaking to us and reminding us about spiritual spirits. My dear brothers and sisters, Lord, I pray for them that you will keep, them, that they will consider these matters with a lot of clarity in their hearts, that they will not have excuses of being busy, but they will prioritize that which is important in their lives. Communing with the Father through different disciplines that you provided, be it study, be it meditation, fasting, prayer, secrecy, confession, worship. All this we need them, not because of anything, but because we are desiring to be intimate, with you alone, not with anything else, not for a show, it's not that the see will move, there is a man who is deep, no, it's about me and you communing and becoming like you day and night. That is my prayer for my dear brothers and sisters, for pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ who is our Lord. Amen. God bless. Thank you. In belief, amen. And appreciating what my name well, so, good. I want to uh, thank God for the opportunity to be here. Um, always a joy to fellowship, to what you and to share thoughts. Um, quickly is to say that. Uh, uh, to appreciate my colleague who is here. Uh, I hope uh, I case she can stand up with. That's my very wonderful colleague. And we thank her. Thanks for granting her hand of fellowship here and also uh, granting our opportunity to serve a money. Amen. It's always a joy to, to do that. And we really, really thank God. Um, um, I don't know whether there are any coming who are seated here or they're already out there. They're already out there. Okay. Now, 28th of December, where will you be? So ask your neighbor where he or she will be on the 28th of December. So, come on, come One be will go One form the conference. All right? Now, let me give you a very short story because I know I am quite pressed in terms of time be able to share both of in the few minutes and Winnie has been my good friend by the way, all of you please appreciate this the lady here called Winnie mm-hmm. so, yeah. mm-hmm. Winnie has been Winnie some, some of us who are uh, in the program Winnie has kept us on toes you know, even kept us you know, <laughs> like that you need to know how she keeps people on toes I was talking to JR, with my friend who was teaching here last Sunday he talked on Friday, and he told me, please pass my greetings, but pass greetings to me who has kept me on and until he came to share God's mind. So thanks, you're a very wonderful secretary. Now, I was a first-year, and I attended Israel conference, which was held at Egypt University. I was a first-year, confused as I was, dressed as a rainbow, you know what I mean, red, blue, I had the blue, uh, blue shoes, you know, you know this, this, this is what one of the standard people wear nowadays, they are fashion, what they, how do they call it? Crocs, so I had yellow crocs, <laughs> and then, and then I had a blue trouser, and then a red shirt, that's the first year, and I was in class. One time, one Sunday, I had about, what is this and therefore I encouraged myself as the mobilization went on and I registered. My life got transformed at Digital University. The expositor was Reverend Canon Rosemary Ball of the Anglican Church. And we did the book of Revelation. My friend, it was wonderful. So don't do me a favor, but please I want to request you, besiege you, ask you implore you to attend this conference and the year you see me at the conference and the you feel your money is wasted i will be you. take my words and tell me Jaffe, you cheated us <laughs> so i want to invite you to come to this conference this conference is limited. i can tell you 3950 you will eat And we are working very hard to get you a free one book very hard and then you will sleep well, and you will eat well, a bottle you will be ministered to. I can tell you we are fundraising for you the extra money above 3950. The conference will cost you 6000 plus to finish the whole four days. So where is the rest of the money coming from? I put together a team of staff who are doing that work. Actually, your incurring CNF, Pauline Owen, is in charge of fundraising and we're working hard to get money. So please look for three. If you started paying 50 today by September, to coming back. So I want to ask you. We'll be doing an exposition from the book of Matthew, chapter 5, 6, and 7. What is that? The Sermon on the Mount. The speaker is prepared. The expositor. We will have four plenaries. Let me hit you one plenary. It's called the Challenge of Falsehood. You know, people are going into big meetings to receive the anointing. We want to tell you what is an anointing. I want to tell you that people, the other day people were told to win their phones and on Thursday they receive 300,000. So that is less. That is, that is nothing but witchcraft. <laughs> is that true gospel? No. I have a picture telling people, if you don't speak in tongues, you are not born again. Wow. Interesting. I have a picture telling people. Now, did you see something going around about anointing, that if you pay house you will receive anointing. Uh, in terms of gold, and they were given a silver rating, gold rating. Wow. That's <laughs> I had a gift in one of the CUs about score writing, a new gift of the Spirit of God. <laughs> and not long ago, in 2016 and 17, as a focus up, I found a new gift. The gift is called Holy Ghost Disciple She's going want to <laughs> What? Do you want to understand full suit in our Nowadays, there's apostles all over, including students in Yagor here. I call the apostles now. Wow. It's wonderful. Where a post? A full suit is on the rise. Is on the rise. Thank you. I hope you will attend this conference. Today we are talking about Back to the Basics. And I was saying early morning in the first service of this that you guys, you stole our theme. The theme for Ezra 2023, and you can say with me, one, two, three, Back to Basics. That's the theme for Ezra 2023. So I will say Ezra 2023, and then you will say back to Ezra 2023. We will, the clip will be coming soon to bring on, some see you don't know this clip is only that in the one year, alright? Yeah. So thank you so much. And so I really want to see, I'm not asking you to come because I'm directing this clear years conference, no, I'm asking you to come because I know what you will get, amen? I have a friend who visited, and when I told her I will be there, she kept, I wanted to ask just one second to say hi, so, so if my friend will be here, please come, and I can see you. I have a friend who is my very good friend. You know, I have four friends. You know, know, two I have friends, right? Yeah, I have friends. So please clap one. She's single, but. uh... Please, (laughs) God. My name is Ruth Nyamiero. I'm a sister to Esther Nyamiero, who fellowships here. I met Jacob in Nyeri. I was a self-staff in Nyeri, Christian Union. And I'm just happy to join in as he shares the Gospel. Ezra, please don't miss Ezra, what he said is true. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and, uh, back to the basics. thanks for coming and we really appreciate your time. By the Ruth is a student here doing a uh, Masters in good science. so you could visit her time and comment <laughs> There's something called mm-hmm. kilometric prayers, you know, people you know, pray, you know, you know. And uh, but when they and you, you, you know, know them, right? right? The kilometric prayers, people walk while praying and they have closed their eyes. But they now, now called, you know eight of them, killing the chungal in the two up And then tanks, and then when you know, I had a prayer in campus, called Obahaya. Obahaya used to pray at the moment, in a moment of prayer. One hour, with a part grass is up, he was like this, that's when you really, that's a true rule of mind. This is a prayer. So the question I always ask myself, the prayers we do are they are sure or really, is from the heart. Because when we talk about spiritual disciplines, back to the basics of prayer, the basics of study of God's words, the basics of reflections, the basics of, 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 of meditation of God's words. Most of us in our generation we are doing spiritual disciplines as a show drama. You find my brother praying so loudly and I have no problem praying loudly because I pray loudly too. You can hear even I'm speaking loudly, right? So I pray loudly. But the question is how is my personal prayer life? Before the CEO calls for Monday prayers or Tuesday or Wednesday and I appear there did I pray personally in the morning in the afternoon, in the evening? That is the question we ask ourselves. What the basics of prayer? People are studying God's words. Funny, you know, they close their eyes in the morning as they wake up, and they say, God, speak to your servant now. And then you open like that, and you find, and the Judas hand himself. And you say, God, please speak to your servant one more time. And then you close the Bible, and then you tell God, and some of us who are from Pentecostal churches, you say, And you know, you open your head, and you say, and they left all oh, hiding <laughs> And then you close the Bible, and then you open again, and you pray God bless you, Amen. God keep you, Amen. God shine His face upon you open again. My friends, that is not the study of God's Word. Basics of study of God's Word is far much different from that exact thing that I've demonstrated here. How is your private life of prayer? How is your private life or study of God's word? How is your meditation of, 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 of life? How is your secrecy? How is your accountability as a basic discipline of Christianity? Spiritual discipline is something you do, not something you are. And therefore salvation is by faith and grace alone. But the truth is, disciplines don't make you a believer. But disciplines help you to become more and more like Him who has called me to Himself. That is discipline of Christians. So don't think that when you read the Bible, Bro, uh, George, I, yes. this is the third round, yeah, third round, so, so you. This morning as I was studying God's words, God reminded me, okay, Dreadful. So is it happening? Is it in your heart or is it a show? You see simply telling us to fear you, hey, right? that we made you a good
1: okay, deal. And the question
0: is, is that weakness within or without? The spiritual disciplines are uh, right doing that. If my motive of study of God's word as a basic discipline is for a show, then it is, will not result in end of being Christ-like. It will simply be a show and drama, and as it were. There were people who did the spiritual disciplines, and they did it very well. And Jesus talks about them in Matthew chapter number 6, verse 1 to 5. And of course, chapter 1 to 6, and, and 16 to 18. Now let me read that quickly. Beware of practicing your righteousness, Matthew 6, verse 1, before other people in order to be seen. <laughs> Look at that. This is a journal, journal. It's started a long time ago. Long time. Beware of practicing your righteousness. People are fasting and, and you, you, feel, you find a brother who has been fasting for a few days. No, no, not him. i not Bro. They call me man, They call me bro. They call me So, man. Okay, so. But I'm not saying you I'm not say it. But the motive of not saying it. Beware well, of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. That's when you give to the needy. Sound no trumpet before you. Giving is the spiritual history. You cannot say now, No, it's the spiritual, no, spiritual history. Giving is not taking you to Jesus. Is a discipline that we call to Sound no trumpet, but others we sound the trumpet. You give a brother a shot, and then when we'll I took a no let us and I that Jesus is Lord. So what is happening? receive your words. Verse 3, but when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand, leave alone people. Left hand, two hands, left and right. They should not know. The right should not know what the right says. Forgiven. So that you are giving may be in secret. Secrecy is a spiritual history. Secrecy. We have talked about it in this book. Secrecy is a spiritual history. So that you are giving may be secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And then when you pray, listen to that. You must not be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners and that they, may be, that they may be seen by us. Truly, I say to you, they have already seen their words. But when you pray, go into your room. That does not negate the fact that we need public prayers. We need corporate prayers. That, and therefore you need to be in context when you're speaking from that scripture. Shut the door, pray to your father who is in secret, and your father will see. Let's go to verse 16. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure they their faces, that, they, that their fasting may be seen by others. Again, the there's a lot of repetition about being seen, being seen, being seen. Spiritual gifts. If they have not changed you as a person, then they are simply dead works. Spiritual disciplines, if they have not resulted to a transformation, then they are simply dead works. And as in Bible, watch a joke first. It is not changing you. In prayer is not changing you because as his Paul, in his book of prayer, he says, "Prayer must first change you. Prayer does not change the of God. God is supreme, simple, and therefore, as you pray. You don't think now you are changing God. I command you who you command who to do what. Now, God, I ask you to bring that God now. My friend, right? you know it is God, and therefore, we don't command God in our prayers." We simply, as we talk of God in prayer, God changes us. Prayer changes you to be like Him, Not changing God. And there is a spiritual discipline that we must cultivate. And therefore, that does not mean now if I don't change my mind. My, my brother don't change God. Then should I pray? Yes, pray. Because the a spiritual discipline that is God has availed to us so that as we pray, our hearts closer and closer to him. We know Just like some of us who are dating here, yeah. as you talk to your boyfriend, normally I should tell love you. You know the sweet nothings? You know, meet her date, we see baby. You know, you call him also these words, you tell him, um, and um, many good things, some of them maybe you even lie. You know, as you say, all these good things are good. Can you imagine if you stop saying My friend, if you're here and you're dating and you have not talked to your boyfriend for the last one week, consider you're not in one. <laughs> you're simply doing a walk. People love each other. Talk. Communicate. Commune. Do you love Jesus? How do you talk to him? His spiritual distance. Prayer. Study. Meditation. Reflection. secret, Talking to Him, Confession. You cannot say that I love a girl somewhere, that you've never talked to me. The last time you told her and you love her is last year. Jerome is in the team. It's done. John 15, verse 1 to 11. I want to read many scriptures and I see the time and the year of the time and the the together. John 15, verse 1. I wish it was here, Lula. just started reading together. Yes, he I am the true vine, and my father is the vine-blesser. Going to read all the way to Pastor eleven. Every branch, and it was ready earlier by the prison worship team. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Listen, pruning is to bear more fruit. Good. Mm-hmm. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me. And I want you to see the number of times the word abide will be repeated. And for students of our new and IBS, you know repetition means something very important for you. And therefore, it says, Abide in me and I in you as the branch can bear, must ask again, ask. I mean, it is a symbolism It is it's a symbolism. It is comparing two different things. Symbolism, okay? In in, in hermeneutics, as, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you, all right? Unless you abide in me. Branch, vine, you in me. Are you getting that? Let's continue. I am the vine. You are the branches. Now confirms what he has been saying. Whoever abides in me, listen. Abides again is being spoken here. And the eye in him, he is that bear. He it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is he, he is thrown away like a branch and with us You will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. And lastly, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Three things from that text. Just three. One, the fruit bearing of a healthy disciple springs from abiding or living in union with Jesus through loving obedience. Let me repeat. The fruit bearing of a healthy disciple springs from abiding or living in union with Jesus through loving obedience. Number two. The branch that does not bear fruit is cut off. It withers, it dries up, because it has nothing. It's nothing that's from that fruit. And therefore, the fruit, or I mean the branch, sorry, that bears no fruit, it withers, is cut off, is burned. Every branch that bears fruit does what? Is pruned to produce more fruit. then can I Japheth, abide in Christ so that I can bear more fruit? The question is how then can I as an individual bear abide in Christ so as to bring more fruit as a branch? Listen, a tree or a vine has a branch. If the branch is not attached, it dries. So the question is, how then can you and I abide in Christ so that we bear more fruits? They say it's through daily practice of spiritual disciplines. It's through daily practice of spiritual disciplines or of habits such as prayer, study of God's word, reflection, meditation. And the least is law. How can I bear much fruit? How can I know that I'm still attached to the Bible? He's talking to him. How do I talk to him? Prayer. Is to study his word. Why? Because that is where his commandments are. That you have loved me and therefore you love my commandments. So the question that we ask ourselves this morning, afternoon, how is, How is your prayer How is your study of scripture? As a discipline, back to the basics. My friend it's not about a big meeting where I will bring my handkerchief this way, my friend. This not about that. You know, and I say, you guys are not you have no anointing here. am not about it. You know, <laughs> that is not the basic, the basic is standard of God's word prayer is not about falling I have no problem with falling we can keep falling but the question is am I studying God's words am I in communion with the Father in the basics of scripture the reality friends of this thing the reality behind this symbolism of the vine and the branches in John 15 is the intimate friendship shaped by daily, regular spiritual disciplines. Are you having regular doses of God's words? A discipline is not a discipline if it's done once a year. That's not a discipline. Regular and daily. Lawrence, who wrote a book called The Practice of the Presence of God writes and says this, and I thought, not my words, the most holy practice, the nearest to daily life, and the most essential for the spiritual life, is the practice of the presence of God. That is to find joy in His divine company. What a joy to spend time with the Lord of Lords. Lawrence continues to say that speaking humbly, conversing lovingly with Him at all times, every moment without rule or restriction, above all, at all times, on temptation, in distress, in dryness, in divulusion, in even in faithlessness. Even when I feel like my heart is far away from I will continue to practice His presence. How do I practice presence? Study the six of Christian history. A gentleman called Henry Newman says these words, I know that I am practicing the presence of God when I know that I have to move From speaking about Jesus. I move from speaking about Jesus to letting him speak within me. From thinking about Jesus to letting him think within me. From acting for and with Jesus to letting him act. I know the only way for me to see the world as he sees it is through his eyes. And how do I do that? It's by daily communing with him through basic disciplines of Christianity. Friends, this happens when you daily practice that speaks to you. That is not you speaking. Practicing the presence of God is living as close as the Lord. As close as the branches close to the vine. Practicing his presence is simply living closer to him. Living closer to him does not mean you travel to where he is in heaven. He is here with us, Emmanuel. He is with you in the morning. Practicing his presence by studying meditation. Amen. Two authors us that I referred to in my preparation. This one is a book that all staff have read. It's called Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster. And the other book I referred to on spiritual discipline is Dallas Willard's book, Spirit of the Districts, Understanding How God Changes Lives. And these two authors bring about different districts. Richard Foster, in his writing, he he, defi- he, he categorizes spiritual discipline into three categories. Category number one is inward disciplines. These are most often practiced on our own, and for me, I want to suggest this is where you start from. But Richard Foster again says there are outward disciplines, and thirdly, corporate disciplines. So, what are the inward disciplines? In what these things are often practiced by the Biblical, they include meditation. How do you meditate? You can't meditate on nothing. You meditate on for what? In his work, and what he's doing, his salvation. He found us while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. Meditation. Have you ever found a drunkard man and look at him and say, hell, Matthew, you have to meditate and think, wow, it's by grace I am saved. This guy also, by grace God, we me to meet him one day. Inward disciplines. Meditation, prayer, fasting and study. These are the very key disciplines of a Christian. They are inward. That's why we can corporately fast. But do you have a day to fast? Or are you waiting for the season to announce? Waiting for the season to announce for fasting? Wow. Then you are not practicing what you call this wonderful discipline that God has revealed to us. Meditation, prayer, study, fasting. Number two is outward disciplines. This influencing and shaping our outward lifestyle. They include simplicity. Solitude. Submission and service. I was preaching in our church long ago on solitude. And a question of there's noise around us. A lot of noise. Our phone is making noise. Your boyfriend is calling. When oh, you want to just listen. Wait and talk to God. In solitude. One of the greatest this thing that is not practiced by Africans more is solitude, quietness, listening to God. That does not mean there is no noise around you, but just lock yourself with the Lord and think about Him. call outward, history. they they, you know—they show, they, they, help us, they influence and shape our outward lifestyle. Particularly, is corporate discipline. Very good ones. They include. These are habits we engage with other people. Confession. You're struggling with salvation, talk to someone. You're a Christian, I talk to someone. Confession. It's an outward, it's a corporate discipline. Worship. Corporate worship. We come here, we lift our hands to the Lord. Corporate worship. Corporate, that's what's called corporate worship. Guidance and celebration. They are part and parcel of outward discipline. That's will also categorizes spiritual discipline into two categories. One, disciplines of abstinence. From that one you know, you know the abstain from sexuality, right? So abstinence. These are designed to help us remove destructive and unhelpful things from our lives through acts such as force us to stop, wait, remove, and eliminate. They include again, Dallas defines, he says, disciplines of abstinence include solitude, silence, fasting, secrecy, and sacrifice. But Willard also says in his book, disciplines, but category number two is disciplines of engagement. Engagement, The engagement includes study, of God's word. For Richard Foster, study is what? what? Discipline. For, 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 we this, way, study is an engagement, this way. Worship. Engage in corporate worship and include worship in your own prayer time. That's why you hear people who have not understood the, the discipline of worship, they say, I, I worship on Sunday. My friend, you worship on Sunday? No. Worship is a lifestyle every day. It's a worship. So, so that I don't say many things about these things, allow me just to try and tie this up. Um, I, I want to jump many other things there to say. And just talk about what is the importance of practicing spiritual disciplines. The importance of practicing spiritual disciplines. And I'll say one more thing and will be done. Number one, spiritual disciplines position us for God's transformation. Spiritual disciplines position us for God's transformation. God uses the discipline that he has availed to us to help our hearts to be with him. Through the study of God's word, we see the heart of God. Can you imagine? You see the heart of God, and therefore, spiritual disciplines position us for God's when you study God's words, you hit a scripture which says, Self before man is That hits you so hard. You start getting transformation. Do you remember how you looked at a girl yesterday? Until you almost were hit by an attack. He not God. So I need transformation. Spiritual is, is, is at the place of spirit, of practicing spiritual discipline. God speaks to us and transforms us as we pray through prayer. God meets our hearts with His. We begin not only to understand God what God wants, but we only know what He hates in spiritual discipline of study and prayer. We become more and more like our Creator. We, when, when we pause to spend time with our Father, He uses that time to mold and shape us. Our hearts are more softened, and we begin to see ourselves in the middle of God's word. As we pray, God starts saying, pointing things say, like, this one I don't want, this one I don't want, this one I don't want. This where at the place of study and prayer in practicing the disciplines that God has obeyed to us. Therefore, friends, Transformation happen at the place of spiritual discipline. So many people will think they need labor hands. receiving the transformation. No, it's at the place of spiritual discipline. Number two, spiritual discipline. This means help us to consider carefully the mission of God. Not to call it mission A, okay? mission Listen, the more you spend time with the Lord, the more you know His heartbeat about the lost. The more you spend time with the Lord is when you realize.